listening to the Top Knots and Double Shots podcast, where we believe every woman deserves to be happy, healthy, and totally fulfilled. We're breaking through the mom guilt, quitting that negative self-talk, and diving into how to find your joy, your passion, and your tribe. I'm your host, Amanda Masterson. So throw your hair into a top knot, grab a cup of coffee, and let's chat. Hey, and welcome back. Today, I have a very important episode in store for you. But before we dive in, make sure that you've clicked that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And if you love what you're hearing, could you do me a huge favor? If you haven't already, could you rate and write a short review for me? When you rate and review the show, Apple decides to send it out to more people. This is the best form of organic marketing for the show and the best way I can share this information with more women. And I know there are so many women out there who need this in their lives. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. Okay, today I have my spotlight out and I am going to shine some major light on your limiting beliefs and why you're choosing. Yes, choosing to believe in them and allow them a space to live in your mind because you are choosing them. You are choosing to not be confident. You are choosing to be fearful. You are choosing to not be good enough, smart enough, talented enough. You are choosing to be unworthy in your business, in your relationships. You are choosing to stay stuck. You are choosing a life of mediocrity. Now, you may disagree. You may try to argue that these beliefs you hold are just fact. It is what it is, right? No, these beliefs... They're just stories you're allowing yourself to honor as if they were fact. You may try to argue that your circumstances have you stuck right where you are. It actually doesn't have anything to do with your beliefs, you may say. You can't run a successful business of your own because you can't quit your day job. Your family depends on your income. You can't invest in yourself right now. After all, your kids are still at home maybe when they start school or move out. Or maybe someone has you stuck. Maybe you have a spouse that doesn't support you. Maybe you have a child with special needs and you're the primary caregiver. But today, I am going to show you why you are choosing to continue to believe these beliefs and why your circumstances aren't actually the thing that's keeping you stuck and holding you back right now. Because here's the reality, okay? Your limiting beliefs are serving you in some way. Otherwise, you wouldn't be choosing these beliefs day in and day out. You would have ditched them a long time ago, but you haven't. So your job is to uncover how they are serving you. And I'm going to help you do that. Now, I know this may sound crazy right now. You may be totally doubting everything I am saying. Or maybe you're over there thinking, well, okay, maybe some people are choosing their limiting beliefs, but not me. Nope. Well, I'm going to call BS. Don't fall into that trap because that's a limiting belief too. And when I unpack this for you, when I show you why you're choosing your limiting beliefs, when I shine light on this for you so you can really see You're going to understand exactly why, yes, even you, 
are choosing to believe the thoughts and stories that are keeping you stuck and blocking you from achieving your biggest goals and dreams. So let's dive in. Three reasons you're choosing to keep on believing those limiting beliefs. Number one, it's safer. Your limiting beliefs stem from your ego or your head voice. And the job of your head voice is to literally keep you safe. Now, this was very helpful like forever ago, back when there was physical danger around every corner. Like when there was a saber-toothed tiger or a bear that wanted to eat you for dinner right outside of your cave. In that scenario, your head voice does its job and does it well. It keeps you safe. Your head voice causes you to hesitate before going out to hunt or to gather water. And this keeps you alive. Job well done, head voice. But most likely, if you're listening to this podcast, then you are blessed enough to live in a world where there is not physical danger around every corner. But our head voice is still there. And what happens, instead of keeping you safe from physical danger, your head voice is trying to keep you safe from perceived dangers. You see, as advanced as our brains are, they still can't tell the difference between the risk of a saber-toothed tiger and the risk involved in putting yourself out there to ask for the referral, to grow your team, to ask for the sale or the promotion or whatever. Now, how does your head voice try to keep you safe from risk? By trying to stop you from taking those risks in the first place. Think about it. Your brain knows you are safe right where you are. Back in the days of the saber-toothed tiger, your brain knew you were safe in your cave, right? But now your brain thinks you're safe in your comfort zone. So it's going to send in your head voice to keep you safe from taking those risks. Those risks, by the way, that could literally change your life and propel you into greatness and abundance. Your head voice is going to tell you that you are just not good enough. Maybe it's trying to tell you that you're just not good at talking to people. No one is going to want to join my team anyway. And even if they did, you don't even know how to be a good leader for them. You don't have the time to work a side business. You're not smart enough to even start a business. Those are some of the whispers from your head voice. And so if you are not aware of why your head voice is bombarding you with these limiting beliefs to keep you in your comfort zone, which your brain perceives as being safe, then you are going to believe your head voice. You are going to believe that you are better off staying right where you are, where you don't have to risk failure or embarrassment. But let me share something with you. Failure, embarrassment, Those are just a couple of the obstacles everyone has to overcome on their way to the top, on the way to realizing their dreams. Reaching your full potential, realizing your dreams, that requires massive growth along the way. And growth requires risk. Growth requires failure and a lot of it. So fail fast, fail forward, take the risk, make that leap of faith. Number two. You've attached your limiting beliefs to your identity, and therefore you believe them to be fact rather than something you have control to change. Oftentimes, our limiting beliefs stem from childhood, from the very beginning of our memories. Limiting beliefs can be a result of others around us assigning a specific characteristic or quality to us over and over and over. 
For example, maybe your parents, your teachers, even your friends always told you that you're bossy. Maybe you heard over and over again, stop being so bossy. As you heard this repeated message, you created a story in your mind about what it means about you. Maybe you make these comments mean that not only is being bossy not a desirable trait, but maybe you even make it mean that you are not a good team player. Because, well, you're just too bossy. This can result in the limiting belief as an adult that you're not a good team player. You've heard this and you have believed this for so long that you've internalized this trait and you actually identify as bossy now. You don't believe you have the power to change this about yourself. That's just how you are. Other examples of traits or characteristics that can be internalized and accepted as just part of our identity? The class clown who now believes no one can take her serious. The 30-year-old career woman whose mom always told her that she was her sweet girl and now who believes she can't be bold and stand up for her beliefs in the workplace. The man who was always told growing up that real men don't cry and has now been married three times because he doesn't believe men should show any type of emotion. Another way that you can form strong limiting beliefs that you attach to your identity is through a singular traumatic event. This can be trauma such as the loss of a loved one, an accident, abuse, or even an incident that others may perceive as completely neutral. For example, maybe when you were four, you got separated from your mom at the store. You eventually find your mom again and all is well. To many, this may seem like a neutral event. Scary, yeah, but without lasting negative impact, right? Well, not if that child had such a visceral reaction when he realized he was alone, causing him to feel helpless and vulnerable and to become paralyzed by that fear until his mom found him stone still in the middle of the cereal aisle. Now, he has a corporate job where he can't seem to work on projects on his own. He becomes almost paralyzed in fear of failure, fear of exposing his shortcomings whenever he is assigned a solo project. These feelings, they render him unable to make sound decisions and unable to complete his projects and tasks without a coworker coming to his rescue by looking over his proposals and projects and reassuring him that his work is indeed satisfactory, even outstanding. In situations like this, it can be very hard to nail down the source of the limiting belief. It's often nearly impossible for the person experiencing the limiting beliefs to identify them on their own. Most often, they just think this is part of their identity or personality. And this is where hiring a life coach or a business coach can be so helpful and progress can finally be made towards identifying and overcoming these limiting beliefs. Limiting beliefs that result from others repeatedly assigning a specific quality or characteristic to us are often easier to identify when working with a coach. Oftentimes, people can verbalize the limiting belief, I'm bossy, as in the first example. Often, they even identify how it's affecting their life and their decisions. What they don't realize is that this one characteristic or quality, it's not permanent. It does not define them. It takes work to overcome this, and the longer you've attached this quality to your identity, the more work it's going to take. Hiring a coach 
or joining a mastermind group can give you a major speed boost in overcoming these types of limiting beliefs specifically. Number three, the third reason that you are choosing to believe your limiting beliefs is because they are actually distracting you from your deeper, more painful beliefs. It is easier to believe surface level limiting beliefs than it is for our brains to recognize and acknowledge deeper, more painful beliefs that we have shoved to the deepest depths of our soul. Let me give you an example. Let's say you are a mom in the social selling world. You are trying to grow your team and you just can't seem to find anyone who is interested in joining your team. You tell yourself that you're just not confident. That's why no one wants to join your team. You even recognize that your limiting belief that you're not confident is holding you back from actually inviting your dream team to join you, which in turn is creating this self-fulfilling prophecy. Because you're not confident, you're not inviting. Because you're not inviting, you're not growing a team. So you're not gaining the confidence you think you need to invite. Now, is I'm not confident a limiting belief in this example? Absolutely. On the surface, it seems like this limiting belief is not serving your goals, which is building a team. But yet you can't seem to move past this limiting belief. You can't make yourself believe that you are confident enough, even if it's just to fake it until you make it. So what's really going on here? Why can't you, even though you've identified your limiting belief and you understand the results it's creating in your business and your life, Why can't you seem to kick this limiting belief to the curb? Well, maybe this limiting belief is serving you by distracting you from the deeper, more painful beliefs that are actually holding you back. Maybe you don't feel worthy of success. This limiting belief, I am not worthy, is much deeper, much more painful to say out loud than I'm not confident. Do you feel the difference in weight between those two statements? I'm not worthy versus I'm not confident. Sit in them both for a moment. Believing that you're not confident keeps you from having to dig deeper and uncover that much more raw, much more personal, much more painful limiting belief of I'm not worthy. So in cases like this, a more superficial limiting belief serves you and protects you from having to get truly vulnerable. So how do we move past these limiting beliefs? How do we even identify them to start with? Let's talk about that too. You knew I wouldn't leave you hanging without actionable steps for you to take. First of all, it is important for you to realize that most of the time, your facts aren't really facts. Now, what do I mean by that? A fact is something that is permanent, infinite, never changing. A belief, on the other hand, is a strong feeling of certainty about something. Beliefs can change over time. Beliefs can change when the holder of that belief is presented with sufficient evidence to overturn their current belief. The deeper the belief is held, the more evidence typically required. So as we're going through our own growth journeys, it is important, it is our job to present ourselves with enough evidence to negate our limiting beliefs. Dispel your limiting beliefs. If your limiting belief is that 
you're not confident, think about what you would tell your child if they said this same thing to you. Think about God's opinion concerning this belief. Would God create a human being that wasn't capable of building confidence, who was made to only experience a life of mediocrity because of that lack of confidence? No, absolutely not. Make a list of all of your past accomplishments and write down examples of when you did display tremendous confidence. Ask your spouse or your mom or another friend or loved one to share a time with you where they viewed you as confident. Sometimes, before we can really believe something for ourselves, we have to borrow that belief from somebody we trust and look up to. The next step after dispelling your limiting beliefs is to fuel your mind with positivity. Insert belief where those limiting beliefs once stood. One way that we can do this is through affirmations or mantras. Now here's how you can create affirmations. Consider why it is important for you to overcome your limiting belief. Ask yourself, why is it important for me to be confident? Now let's just say that your answer is, I want to be confident so I can grow my business. Now ask yourself why again. Why is it important for you to grow your business? And maybe your answer is, I want to grow my business so I can bring in additional income for my family. Again, ask yourself why. I want to grow additional income for my family so I can be home with my kids at least four days a week. Again, ask yourself why. I want to be home with my kids at least four days a week because I want them to have more memories of their mama raising them than they have memories at daycare. There it is. You struck gold. You oftentimes have to ask yourself why at least four to five levels deep before you uncover your true why. And once you do, you're going to use that as your value statement. So when you create your affirmation, you're going to start with because, insert your value statement. So for example, because I value being able to make memories with my children as they grow up. And because I want them to have more memories with me than of daycare, I am, and then you're going to insert your desired trait or quality in the action items that this version of you would take to achieve your big goals. So let's put it all together. Because I value being able to make memories with my children as they grow up, and because I want them to have more memories with me than of daycare, I am confident when I invite to this business opportunity within my team. I invite to the opportunity daily and with enthusiasm and energy. Sometimes creating these because I am affirmations takes time and it can be hard, but it is so worth it. Once you've created your affirmations, you need to continually fuel your mind with them so your mind has something to replace those limiting beliefs with. It was once explained to me this way. Every thought that enters our mind throws a log on the fire that lights our life. Positive, life-giving, affirming thoughts are like the perfect burning logs. Negative thoughts, limiting beliefs, feelings of inadequacy, those thoughts are like logs that were out in the rain all week long. They're not going to light your fire. They're not going to burn bright. And if you throw too many of these logs on your fire, 
you're probably going to extinguish it altogether. To take this one step further, you can also throw gasoline on your fire by the people you choose to surround yourself with. Surrounding yourself with positive, goal-oriented, action-taking, supportive people is like adding that gasoline. It's like giving yourself a speed boost to achieving your goals and dreams. Mastermind groups are awesome places to find these people. On the contrary, if you surround yourself with others who lack belief and confidence, who aren't goal-oriented, and who don't support you in your growth, well, that's like throwing a wet blanket over your fire. You're going to put it out almost immediately. So what is the fastest track to success? It would be filling your mind with more positivity and affirming beliefs, working to ditch the limiting beliefs that you do already have, and surrounding yourself with supported, like-minded people. Now, the third tip I'm going to share with you to overcome your limiting beliefs is to take action. Do it messy. Do it scared. Fail fast and fail forward. Less doubting, more doing. Your actions along the way don't have to be perfect. Instead of working on perfecting the thing that you know you need to do, focus on the energy you need to put behind it and go do the thing. I hope this episode has helped you to not only identify some of those limiting beliefs that you are protecting and sheltering and why you're choosing to continue to believe those thoughts. And I hope you have some actionable steps you can now take to begin working through those limiting beliefs too. Greatness is your birthright. Abundance is your birthright. Happiness is your birthright. So go make your mark on the world around you. Thanks for listening, guys. Until next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Top Knots and Double Shots podcast. Before you go, I would love to hear from you. If you loved what you heard today, I would so appreciate it if you would drop me a review. And if you had any mega takeaways, share them with your friends, your neighbors, heck, anybody. Share them on your Instagram and your Facebook stories too and tag me at Partying With Twins. Until next time, ladies, keep your top knots high and your coffee hot and love the life you're living. Thank you.